This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your Field Pass for Friday, June 30th, 2017. All right, here we go. Arms across the front. Get a good stretch. It's a warm, windy, early Thursday morning outside Taylor High School in Kokomo, Indiana. It is the morning of the DCI Tour premiere, and the members of the Cavaliers are getting in their pre-rehearsal stretch. Feel that stretch. Now, every chord that I know of is pretty relaxed when it comes to the morning stretch. Inside jokes are born and perpetuated. Left side. Thank you very much. And laughter is heard more often than groans. It's not that you don't get a good stretch in, you do, but you get some smiles in too. Well, standing in the middle of the Cavaliers workout block, being in the center of 150 laughing, farting, groaning, stretching, and belching dudes has a different testosterone-tinged humor to it. I think it's the perfect overture to a discussion about Cavaliers 2017 show, Men Are From Mars. In the beginning, there was man. My name is Joe Roach. I'm the director of programs here at the Cavaliers. Men are from Mars. Uh, it's definitely an exciting, over-the-top show again. We're definitely building off of uh, propaganda with a little bit of uh, comedy out there and lightheartedness. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's all about Men are from Mars. So there's definitely an intensity to the show. Um, I think what the audience should be looking for is the play on men are not great communicators. You know, we think we know what we're saying and we think we're communicating clearly uh, to the opposite sex most of the time, uh, but they just don't quite understand. So there's definitely a play on communication and lack of communication. Uh, you're gonna hear and see some things that we think make sense, but the audience doesn't quite understand. Um, some, some fresh takes on some things like, like Mars um, from the Planet Suites. Uh, you're gonna hear us play some things, but you're gonna hear us play them differently. Um, and and we, the reaction we're looking for is we get it, but we don't quite get it yet, you know? Um, that, that kind of uh, miscommunication once in a while. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty, Sounds like a dude. Pretty, exactly, like a it dude. is a dude, it is a bro. Um, <laughs> it's funny, I've seen the membership have a conversation by only saying, dude, bro, sweet, no way, dude. And somehow they know exactly what's going on uh, and you're gonna see some of that in the show for sure. 
My name is Hunter Dorman. This is my fifth year with the Cavaliers. I am the tuba section leader along with the horn sergeant. I'm from Houston, Texas. Summer's going great. Uh, guys are working hard all the time. Show is super fun to perform. Uh, the whole staff's on board with the show. They, they support us and, and we're just trying to do our best to do it justice. This design team, they really like to to produce the most crazy show they can. And every time they come in, they just blow it up, say, do this, do that. And then we're like, we can't. They just say, figure it out, just do it. And so we do, we, we find something in ourselves to make it happen. And I think that's what makes it so special. That's what made propaganda special. And that's what's gonna make this special. The guys pushing the Cavaliers membership to do all those weird and wonderful things are Cavi's artistic director, Danny Wiles, and the Green Machine's design team. Again, Joe Roach. The mind of Danny Wiles, how much time do you have? <laughs> Not much. <Condense> it down. <laughs> you know, with Danny being the artistic director, when he comes in, um, he's just going 100 miles an hour. And I, I would say this about our entire design team, which Danny's really pushing from the artistic side, is crazy is one of the words we use, and, and no limits. They will just continue to push and push and push. Um, and then they'll always confirm with the membership if they enjoy doing that. Um, and Danny's really good about saying, did you guys like doing that? And if he gets a little, you know, a little yes, then he's going to build from there. He's really passionate about making sure the membership has something to bring to life all the time. But uh, to, to try to sum up Danny's vision in one or two words is impossible because I, I think he's, he's pushing it pretty hard this year. Tell us where the idea of Men Are From Mars came from. Uh, it was interesting. We, we kind of had this thought last year at DCI. I spoke with Cavaliers Artistic Director Danny Wiles by phone earlier this week. We were riding around just talking about what made propaganda successful, what, you know, things that we wish we could do better. And, you know, we, Tommy, Tommy Allen kind of just presented this thought to us. And he said, what about something having to do with our heritage as well? And he'd been thinking about a show called Men Are From Mars. And I immediately said, yeah, have you read that book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus? And funny enough, he hadn't even heard of the book. <laughs> and I just started giggling. I was like, wow, there's, there's a lot there because we can really look at how this book takes a look at males and how they act and how they are, you know, just every part of how a male responds to situations. Why do I get the feeling that that wasn't the direction Tommy Allen was going in when he first brought up the idea? That's interesting because he didn't, you know, that's not how he came at it. And I was coming at it from a completely different thing immediately. And, and, and like anything, you know, in the winter, some of those clashed. You know, we went on for probably about a month talking about whether we would do something like would the core land from the planet Mars and then be exposed to this wild area era that we exist in now, you know, and, you know, we just went back and forth with it. It was a fun, it was a fun couple months to allow ourselves to go, well, if it was about this, then it would lead us down this direction. If it was about this, it would lead us down this direction. If it was about, you know, if it was about truly the male identity, then it would certainly lead us down the direction we ended up taking. Was it ever in doubt that Gustav Holt's Mars from the planets would be played somewhere in the show? No, that was definitely one. Even from the car ride out to DePaul University to teach the Corps on finals day, that intrigued us the most.
know, not only has the Corps had success with it in 85 and I believe 95, um, but when I was in the Winter Guard, you know, way back in 1988, that's exactly what we used as well. And um, we used a, v- a version um, by Tomita, which was an electronic version of Mars for the Winter Guard show. And funny enough, there were a lot of guys in the core that year. I was like the soloist of the show. And we had a lot of horn line guys that moved props. So instantly, again, I was like, oh, we could take a different take on it. And you end up hearing that in the way we explore some of the sounds with our helix mics that we use during some of the solos in Mars as well, because we, we were obviously intrigued by that part of the recording and trying to take it to the 2017 version of Mars. Where should we be looking and listening to, to see those male conflicts in your show? Well, certainly in the opener, you know, you, you get that as, as we evolved at first, it was tribal. You know, there really was, I mean, obviously, and, and as you look back in time, initially it, it became man discovering himself, man discovering that he operates better in tribes, man kind of having the conflict of that. That's really what the first half of our show is about. So there was no real communication there. You know, we, we kind of exist in that, in that uh, you know, can't really right. uh, communicate on any level. And that's kind of how we saw the first part of the show, that we wanted to show that man in its raw form. And that gives us a chance to do some of the compulsories as well of what we have to accomplish in a drum corps show. Um, it was really our intent all along to make part two about communication and try to, you know, peel away the layers of what a man really is. And, and when you see that, you know, in the beginning, we used the Oh Superman um, symbol and that song from Laurie Anderson. And really, at that point, it's when we're revealing the, the green costume. And what we're trying to say there is just that beneath these, this outer shell that we create for ourselves, that there is something a lot deeper inside of a man than just his rough and gruff exterior. So we use that. Um, you can obviously see throughout that we use some narratives to kind of uh, show how man has evolved. In, in the second part of the show, you do hear some comedy you know we're trying to take some jabs at men we're again much like propaganda we're not trying to take ourselves too seriously and we're not trying to you know make this show about some big hidden message that we're saying we're actually just trying to take jabs at more than anything and use a satirical part in the second part of the show to say here's men in in all his uh natural environment here's man as he's running around and he doesn't even have any clue of what he's really doing. Like their Martian ancestors. Man is quite the fascinating creature. from the communication part just because like just the way superman kind of goes in and can change his, his look 
and come out and have a whole brand new um, facade that he puts up. We kind of saw the second part communicatively like that. From the communication aspect, we just went into the idea of of who man really is. And, and it's not that we take this without, uh, you know, the reality of the destruction of man. And, you know, what we're trying to do with Mars and my way is the irony of the situation that man's ego, and we all know how man's ego can operate. You know, it's our, it's our intent for that section to be that, you know, exactly how men are, our egos probably are going to lead to the destruction of our world as we know it. You know, I don't know when that will be, hopefully many millions of years from now, but the destruction of the world might come from man's ego and his inability to see and look around and have empathy for situations. So that's really interesting because we've, we've kind of been dealing with that right now is people asking why my way versus Mars. And it's really interesting because that was, that was easy for us. We made that connection of how man, you know, like that last line that we use for what is a man, what has he got? If not himself, then he is not, you know, we're just trying to use those two things together to say the bringer of war, this piece that is so strong about the bringer of war, yeah. and this piece that is so strongly defined how man sees himself, too. So we're really excited about that. And actually, we've gotten great response from that. I just know there's been a couple of people along the way like, why is it in there? Why yeah. does it exist? Were you surprised musically at how well those two pieces fit together? I was. And what's interesting is, you know, a great podcast would be you and me and Mike McIntosh and him and I singing parts together on the phone. He's in Minnesota <laughs> and I'm in Indianapolis. And, I, and, and I'm like, you sing this part. You sing. Da, 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 da. And I'll sing. My way. You know, we were just we're on the phone and it's the funniest thing ever. Thanks to the Cavaliers' Danny Wiles, Joe Roach, and Horn Sergeant Hunter Dorman for helping out with this week's field pass. Catch the Cavaliers tonight at DCI Central Indiana in Muncie or watch live on flowmarching.com. The Cavies' home show, the Cavalcade of Brass in Lyle, Illinois, is Saturday night. I'm Dan Potter, off to Muncie for tonight's show and 2,500 hyped-up music for all band campers in the crowd. My favorite show of the year to announce. Can't wait. I'll see you at the stadium.